You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This is Walker Kessler, and you are listening to Jazz Game Rewind. The Jazz landed in Atlanta with reunions and homecomings on their mind. What with Chris Dunn and John Collins returning to the arena they once called home, Colin Sexton and Walker Kessler playing in front of family and friends, and Quinn Snyder facing the Jazz for the first time since departing as head coach. With all that commotion at hand, your Jazzmen never really settled in from the jump and lost in blowout fashion 124-97. Jazz Nation, I'm Will Trubshaw, and this is a Jazz Game Rewind. Well, if there were any game to flush down the proverbial drain, this would be the one. Utah wouldn't score a basket the first five minutes of the game, turning it over six times and spotting the Hawks a 12-0 lead. And that was really just the tip of the iceberg for a Jazz team that failed to crack 100 points for the first time since January 5th. Now, there were a couple of bright spots in hometown heroes Colin Sexton and Walker Kessler. Long outlet stolen by Sexton. He'll rise and fire for three. He'll hit. And he'll dance back the other way in his hometown. Here's Taylor Horton Tucker to a trailing Walker Kessler, and he jams it. Boom, boom, pow from Walker Kessler. Buffkin to the basket. Kessler with a rebuke at the rim. Outlet Keontae for three. Pow! Cross-court pass to Sexton. He penetrates, hangs in the air, attacks, fouled, finishes it, flexes! Colin had 22 points on 50% shooting from the floor, and Walker had a 14.12 rebound double-double off the bench. But for the rest of the Jazz, it was tough sledding. For example, John Collins had 5 points and just as many turnovers, and Larry Markton was held to 11 points while not making a single 3 for the first time in 56 games. After spawning Atlanta that 12-0 lead, Utah responded with a little run of their own, cutting the deficit to 6 at 17-11. Here's how that early stretch sounded with David Locke and Ron Boone on the call. Here's Keontae, high left, one hand pass to Kessler, who takes the dribble and then hands it off to Clarkson, lobbing to Walker on the roll, slam dunk. Get behind the Hawks, that's what Scott Morrison told us before the game, and they do it right there, it's now 15-6. Atlanta's defense will let you back in this game. In the post, right block. Atlanta has it, it's Hunter. He's been scoring very well since coming off the bench. He pulls over the top of Clarkson and hits the 12-footer on the right wing. More mid-range shots than usual for a Quinn Snyder team. And Keontae George throws a pass to a Walker. Kessler is running up the floor. Walker's not expecting it, lets it go, and it goes out of bounds. Boy, the Jazz are terribly out of sync. And a turnaround jumper here by Hunter on Clarkson is a foul. 17 to six. Kessler hands it off to Keontae, drives the baseline, wraps a beautiful pass up to the wing to Dunn. He rotates to Clarkson and Clarkson misses. Kessler battling for the rebound, can't corral it, goes off his fingertips out of bounds. 17-6, here's George, off the bounce jumper to his left, no good. 
Kessler rebounds. There's the game plan executed very well by the Jazz guards, forcing DeJounte to his left into a pull-up jumper. 17-6, here's Clarkson. Right-hand drive, hangs in the air, up to Hendricks, straight down the barrel, three, good. Taylor Hendricks. And incidentally, I watched him shoot all morning this yes. morning. That is not the case, what I was talking about, about him leaning that way. I mean, that was just probably a couple of those shots where he thought he had to in the ball game the other night. Or that he just wasn't, he's not settled yet, right? No. It's still fast for him. Yeah. Here's Bay, jabbing it done, fading back, missing Hendricks, boarding. I had an observation on Hendricks today, shooter, and I'll share with you in a minute. I want to see your thoughts on it. Clarkson, one-on-one -on -one drive, hanging in the air, caught in the air, throws to Dunn in the corner. Right-hand penetration to the red paint, kisses off the glass too hard. Kessler really battling for the rebound, but can't corral it. Atlanta's doing a good job on the defensive glass. They're the 20th best defensive rebounding team in the league as DeJounte gets in the lane, left-hand dribble. Fades back from six out and misses. DeJounte Murray had a monster game the other night in their win against Orlando in the third quarter. Clarkson in the lane, flares it back up to Hendricks. Left side, done. Chris goes between his legs, now drives hard with the left hand, hesitates, comes to the window, off the glass too hard. Kessler battling for the rebound, rips it away from Fernando and lays it up and in. Quinn Snyder needs a timeout, and the Jazz have cut it to six. 17-11. The Jazz would get within five points of the Hawks, but no further as the lead fluctuated between seven and 12 points most of the first half. It wasn't until late in the third that the Hawks really pulled away for good. We turn again to Lock and Boone to describe the action. 81-67, Bogdanovich on the run. Over to Johnson, left-hander to the rack, scores it. Ron, I think Jalen Johnson's a really interesting to watch for Taylor Hendricks. I mean, this is a kid who came in the league after one year, limited time, really did almost nothing for the first year. Second year played a little, and this year he is just fabulous. And recently has been a force his last Five games, averaging 17 points and 10 rebounds a game as Chris Dunn misses inside. Jazz down by 16. Here's Johnson, lobbing it down low to Fernando. Fernando bobbles it, tries to recollect, does, hands to Bogdanovich in the corner. Bogdanovich dribbles out of traffic, tries to shoot over Kessler short, and a rebound for Dunn. Jazz down 16, Dunn throws it away. Chris has tried a few of those recently. They're rarely complete. And a dunk on the other side. Jazz down 18, 85-67 with 125. Left in the third. Top to Clarkson. Jordan has six assists tonight on two of nine shooting. Lowry slides off the pick as they switch. Clarkson drives to the basket, runs to the defense, misses, and then gets fouled on the follow. Clarkson makes both free throws, 90% free throw shooter. 85-69 as the concession stands smell wafts into the arena. Last minute buying of concessions taking place and the left-hand floater from Kobe Bufkin is up and in. This is a key moment of the Jazz can make any run. DeJounte Murray's on the bench. Atlanta has, has one of the worst offenses in the NBA without Murray and Young on the floor. Here's Clarkson, left-hand dribble, jump stops in the lane. Flares it up to Dunn, back to Sensabaugh, just about travels. Finds Markin in the corner, short. And Lowry's shooting struggles continue. He's 0 for 6 and 3 tonight. And the Jazz don't run back defensively, so Bernando, Bruno Fernando does and gets a dunk. I'm not trying to be brutal. Simply the Jazz jogged back defensively. Atlanta ran. That's all that happened right there. With the end result, the Jazz find themselves in the loss column for the seventh time in the last eight games. 
Their next chance to rebound comes on Thursday when they face Paolo Bancaro and the Orlando Magic in Game 2 of this road trip. You can catch the game on Jazz Plus, KJazz, or the Utah Jazz Radio Network. That will do it for this edition of Jazz Game and Rewind. For everyone at Jazz Radio, I'm Will Trumpshaw saying so long and see you next time.